0: Well, hello, everybody out there in entrepreneurship land as we continue to stream stories of entrepreneurship real time, real time stories of how entrepreneurs are dealing and adapting to this very dynamic economy, whichever way it's going. Our next guest is, and I hope I get this right, Olu Ibrahim, founder and executive director of Kids in Tech. Is that correct? That's correct, Jeffrey. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Tell us what uh, Kids in Tech is. So Kids in Tech is a low-based nonprofit. We were founded
1: in 2016. And our primary mission is to create the next generation of tech leaders um, by providing positive experiences in STEM. So through our programs, we're trying to increase STEM confidence and STEM skills so kids can persist. So our flagship program in which we try to um, reach our mission is our after-school tech club program, where we partner with schools and school districts and provide hands-on learning projects for kids ages 8 to 14 um, through an academic year-long um, program that we call After-School tech club. And in this club, kids are learning anything from typing and coding to web design, um, multimedia. And they have a showcase at the end of the year. We take them on field trips. We get guest speakers from the tech biotech sector and other related fields that come talk about career paths. So we hope that through this program, kids are playing discovering, understanding the language of tech um, and get more confident that they can create tech as well. So, cause we need all of those students, in my opinion to pursue tech. And that just starts by creating positive experiences for them.
0: Well, could you uh, give me a sense of how this whole organization evolved when it got started.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, one of the things was I grew up and I built a computer with my dad, so I got very interested in tech myself. Um, and um, I ended up becoming a teacher, a uh, Policy and, um, person and managed programs for nonprofits. So I think my personal background plays into this personally because I see I saw the personal effects of. Uh, having positive STEM experiences early. But also I was looking for volunteer opportunities in my local community. And I just kind of I didn't see a lot of organizations really thinking about how do we get kids to get comfortable with computer science, computer literacy, computational thinking skills as a at a young age and using after school programs to do that because kids spend 20% of their time in school and 80% of the time is out of school. So that's the space to really innovate. So I thought, okay, if I'm not seeing this in my community, let me ask around if people would think this would be a good program when we talk to kids. And then, you know, Kids in Tech was formed after that, just kind of seeing a problem and asking people in the community what they,
0: what kind of programs would they want to see to um, solve this problem, and kind of evolve from there. And uh, is it one facility, or do you go out? Do the students come to you? Do you go out to the students? How does it all work? So we go out to the students,
1: our staff, we bring all the manpower, all the materials to the school site, and we administer uh, our program at the school. Um, A lot of the students that we serve are low-income students. And so transportation is the biggest barrier to getting access to after-school programs for our students. So that's why we go to them and bring all the manpower and resources to school. Um, On a typical day is usually we're teaching them a new concept Um, For example, I'll use the example of podcasting. and we'll teach them the history of podcasting and then we'll get them to think about, oh, how do you, you know, this is what we're going to do every class We kind of tell them, okay, this class we're going to talk about the history of and second class we're going to talk about what are some of your topics that you like. Third class we're going to use free software to, you know, tape your podcast and create art, all that, that." so we, we tell them step by step. So that's one class session and the other class session is either having, um, a guest speaker, or they're going on a field trip um, virtually or in, pers- or in person.
0: Right. And how many people are associated with your organization right now?
1: Yeah, so we have about um, 10 board members, and we have about a staff of four. So two full time people, two part time people.
0: All donations from private sources.
1: Um, A lot of our donations come from foundation and corporations, um, as well as individual and government. So a little bit of everything.
0: Right. Interesting. Um, So let's project out a little bit. Tell me what the whole program is going to look like in two, three years. Where are you going with this? Yeah, we hope to scale our tech club program. We hope
1: to become a a statewide organization in the next two to three years in Massachusetts and then think about how do we scale nationally nationally. Because there's, you know, by 2029, 2030, there's gonna be 20 to 50 million tech, um, open tech jobs. And I think we have to just, in my opinion, we just have to get as many young people excited and sustain their interest from elementary to middle school. So by the time they get to high school, they'll more likely to take STEM, math, et cetera, and other classes that will put them on a trajectory to eventually enter the field. So I think, yeah, two to three years from now, we're, we're a thriving organization. We, um, here in Massachusetts we're serving more kids and then, we're, and then we want to become a national organization and serve kids nationwide. As many kids as we can reach. Because
0: um, be you feel you're building a foundation for the future, right? To deal with and live with technology. Yes, correct. Yeah. So do you think AI is going to change uh, what you're going to do and what it's going to be like for people?
1: um that's a that's a very interesting question i think ai is already here and um it's going to get into integra- it's already integrated so a lot of things i think it will be integrated to a lot of things um but i don't think it's something to be scared of i think um there's going to be new types of jobs that are going to be created and that's what we want kids to understand with new tech every time there's new technology there's new jobs being created um and that's what we want to prepare them for so um that's my opinion um, on that. I know some people might disagree, but I—we've seen this as we look at history of the world, right? New technologies built, we go away with the new, we create new jobs that support that new technology innovation. So I think there'll always be jobs in AI um,
0: as a result. Right. Uh, if somebody's looking for your organization, how would they find it?
1: Yes. Yeah, so our organization is www.kidsintech.org. Um, you can email us at info at kidsintech.org. We have opportunities to volunteer. Um, if people are looking for volunteer opportunities, you can talk to them about that. And if
0: you just want to support, you can also go to www.kidsintech.org um, slash donate. And your contact data too? Is that all right to ask for?
1: Oh yeah, sure. Um, my You can... You can it's the same email, info at kidsintech.org.
0: It makes it quite easy. And you can find me at Davis at M-A-G-E. That's mageusa.com, my management consulting firm. You can also find this interview. Uh, on many of our sites. You can find it on our website, radioentrepreneurs.com and LinkedIn, Radio Entrepreneurs, Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, at Biz on Radio, on the radio, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. So you're going to be all over the place with us. So I want to thank you for being on the show today and remind everybody this is Radio Entrepreneurs.